Hi, I'm Michael Woods, Chief Scientist at the Asian Turfgrass Center, and here's another look behind the scenes at one of the recent ATC blog posts, and this is on my website at asianturfgrass.com. I'll put a link to this post, which is about potassium fertilizer and about when you add fertilizer, it doesn't increase the soil's ability to hold it. I think that's that's really uh, something that's important to remember, especially in sand root zones. And I'll share my screen and show you the specific post that I'm talking about, which is um, Jackie Guevara's thesis, which she did at Michigan State University. And the striking thing that, that I found when I when I read her thesis was how much potassium disappeared and couldn't be accounted for in the SLAN measurement. The SLAN stands for sufficiency level of available nutrients. And in her, in her thesis experiment, she was applying um, nutrients to turf and using soil tests to find out how much should be applied and using either MLSN or SLAN or just ignoring soil tests and applying only nitrogen with, with no phosphorus or potassium whatsoever. And it was interesting, specifically in the SLAN versus MLSN treatment, uh, every, everywhere got the same amount of nitrogen, but the rates of potassium fertilizer recommended by SLAN where I think uh, it was 378% more. So almost four times as much, 3.78 times as much potassium fertilizer was recommended by SLAN compared to MLSN method. And so that's the amount that was applied. Uh, 378% more potassium was applied to the SLAN treatment. There was no difference in turf grass quality. Um, but you might think, you might think like, okay, that's okay because that potassium is just going to be stored in the soil for the plants to use later. But that's not the way it works, at least in, in a typical sand root zone, because what happened in Jackie's experiment is that at the end of the experiment, the there was no difference in potassium in in the soil either so uh the potassium applied had not had uh an effect on improving turf grass performance all that extra potassium it didn't hurt the turf it didn't help it it just it had no measurable effect but also there was no measurable effect on the potassium in the soil either it just disappeared so basically it leaches because when you add fertilizer to soil you do not simultaneously increase the soil's ability to hold it unless of course you're applying a zeolite coated with something something like that but but in the case of just adding potassium fertilizer you don't increase the soil's ability to hold it so she concluded that uh Potassium is easily lost uh, through leaching, which really means that you should just apply something close to the right amount, something close to the amount that the plant can use. And I think it's really interesting. It was, these are, uh, this is a quote from her thesis. It was also interesting to notice that potassium test results between the SLAN and 
MLSN treatments in October 2020. That's at the end of two years. End of two years of treatments in which 378% more potassium had been applied to the SLAN treatment. The soil test results were not statistically different despite the large difference in the amount of potassium applied for each treatment. So I, I think that is really interesting and it's, it's really cool that people are doing more experiments with MLSN and checking if those numbers really work. Uh, I think the logic behind MLSN, which is a modern method for soil test interpretation, and you can find all kinds of information about MLSN on my website, asianturfgrass.com. Um, the, the logic behind MLSN is pretty solid because it's already accounting for 100% of what the plant can use. And so it's, it's kind of guaranteed that it will work, that if you apply 100% of plant use, plus you keep a reserve amount in the soil. And, and why I say that MLSN is a modern method for turfgrass soil test interpretation, it's a modern method because the amount that, that MLSN recommends to keep as a reserve in the soil is actually reasonable for the type of of soils that high quality turf grass is growing in today. I uh, appreciate you watching this. I hope you'll check out the blog post, which I put a link to in the description. And I will do some more of these and introduce some more of the behind the scenes, um, a, a little bit more of the highlights uh, of some of my blog posts here on the Asian Turfgrass website. Thank you for watching.